Welcome back, Soul Tribe. It's great to have you here with us. And today we're talking about the topic of ascension. So you might be wondering, what is ascension? You might even know what ascension is. And if you listen to series one, we did an episode on the stages and the signs of spiritual awakening. Well, it's really connected to that in many ways. But today we're going to get into more depth. And I'm really honored and really happy to have a cool, insightful, wise soul to join us today. So T2 Baseline is here with us today. And if you guys don't know who he is, he comes from a music and a creative background. He's a producer from Leeds and he had the chart topper, top 10, Heartbroken. It kicked off his career into music and it actually got later sampled by many names. Um, like Chip and Drake and many more. So it's a big hit and he's done a lot of other music that you guys might be aware of. You might have seen him on the club scene, seen him on the decks, seen him in the studio or heard of his music. But he's here with us today. And what's what's fantastic about this is that T's got, you know, a wealth of experience. He's also an entrepreneur and he's been doing coaching to help others from his own experiences of his own journey. And... This is why we're here today. We basically crossed paths and the Ascension journey was one of the key mutual topics that brought us two together. And I think we spoke for hours and we said, it has to come on a podcast. So with that being said, welcome T, how's it going? Oh, you do, man. What what a big intro, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm humbled, I'm humbled. What's happening? Oh, it's good, man. It's really good. And I know we said we needed to do this in person, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really sorry, man. But life's no. heck. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. I tried. I think no. we both tried to make it happen. Yeah, and we're we're all about the flow of things, right? So we tried our yeah. best, but I believe that the universe said, you know what? You can still do this. So we're doing it on the audio. It's gonna be still a great conversation. And then when we can make it happen again, we're gonna do another meetup. And we'll do it in person and it will be Absolutely. on on even more great topics and maybe further insight on this topic plus more. Right. So. Absolutely. It's actually interesting. I feel it's like a an excuse, not an, even an excuse, but it almost represents the reason why we need to do more together, because it's like the universe said, you need to do more. So I'm going to do it in a way where this one's audio. The next one's in person. There's a lot to be covered in it do you know what I mean and we can never fully cover one thing in one go anyway so I'm, I'm all for it man as long as we can make it happen and we can give some information that can inspire others or inform others do you know what I mean or help people I'm for it yeah absolutely so I mean I think that's a really well said point because the journey of ascension and let's get into what is ascension because the listeners could be coming from all different angles. Some might be really like resonating with this and some might be like, what are you on? But I'm interested, I'm intrigued. The Ascension journey itself is an always happening journey. It's not something that just happens for a couple of weeks or a couple of months and stops. It's just like healing. It's just like growth. They are all an always on journey. So T, I mean, what does ascension mean to you? Like, if I had to ask you the word ascension, how do you feel when you think about it? What comes to mind? Start telling me your experiences. Go for it, man. I mean, for me, it's just a spiritual evolution to the next level of self and a discovery away from duality-based way of thinking, living and feeling and spiritualism to more all-in-one internal way of looking at living. Do you know what I mean? Looking at life and living life. Um, I think it's a point in your life when you start to realise that everything you thought you knew ain't where it was. And it's it's like a... What's the best way to explain it? It's almost like going down a spiritual rabbit hole and once you get in there, you're in there, you can't turn back. Yeah, you're right about the whole rabbit hole thing. Once you're in, you're in and you kind of can't turn back. And I know, and we'll get into this in a, in a moment probably, but there's probably times where you're like, ah, I wish I could go back to my old way of life. But then you just don't have all the enlightenment and the benefits and the value and 
the experiences that you have by going down this route. Like it's so much more worth it than the old life. But I mean, you know, you you mentioned duality there, T, and mm -hmm. ego is a big part to play. I'm going to get a little yeah. bit personal on you here because, you know, Ascension, before I get personal on you, I agree with you in terms of what Ascension is. I feel like it's a leveling up of your free, your own frequency. It's yeah. a leveling up of raising your vibration and finding your higher consciousness. We all have a consciousness, a higher consciousness, but we come to earth, I feel, quite unconscious. And I feel like part of our real true journey here on earth, and not everyone signed up for it, but for those of us that have, we signed up to become conscious. And then that is like the journey of consciousness and getting more and more in tune with consciousness and being present and really being honed into your truth and yourself. And that effectively for me is, is the ascension. And then as you're ascending, you're learning these soul growth lessons. You're learning your shadow side, your healing, your releasing. You know, that I'm going to say is a high level, but the ego, right, is a big 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 factor of this i talk mm -hmm. about the ego a lot yeah. i've spoken about it in many other episodes but again it's the it's like almost that death of the ego you've been in music right and you've been in the limelight you've seen yeah. a lot over the years i mean in the height of the garage scene and the dance scene and all of those club nights big shows concerts i'm not being bad but i'm sure you're going to agree with me the entertainment industry can be quite fickle and superficial and just a bit yeah, surface. So you was really embedded in that. And to come out and be openly, explicitly sharing that you're on an ascension journey and you've been finding real true connection to self is massive. So I just wanted to kind of ask you a bit more about that, you know, like how yes. is that for you? How has it been? Um, Obviously, it's, it's been a journey in it um, to get to the point where I'm at now, and the journey of ascension, so to speak, as we put it, it's not something you choose. It chooses you when it's time. It's time. There's no way around it. There's going to be catalysts put into your life that will bring you to towards the ascension journey, so to speak. Sometimes it's things just going absolutely left in your life to where you're kind of brought down to ground zero. And you're kind of forced to kind of lean towards your internally, lean towards your spirituality, lean towards God. Or sometimes it's you meet someone that just triggers whatever your process is. But you know, you just it's something you can't go. Do you know what I mean? You can't go against that. It's not like I came into the business and immediately I started going down this road. It was after years of being around everything and seeing everything for what it is. I mean, yeah. me personally, in my own journey, I, I was participating in the industry. I'm still I'm in the industry, but I've always been under no illusions that it's not real, that yeah. it's not everything ain't what it seems, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I, like I said, it's just I've never been caught up in that industry hype like that to not see things for what they are. So it was quite easy for me to yeah, my growth, so to speak. That's interesting because I think maybe you're far and few of those that might see it like that. I think others can get completely dissolved into the whole industry side of things. I mean, when I worked doing a lot of events outside of my day career, it was it was for community events. But obviously we worked with a lot of music, brought a lot of DJs, live acts and stuff. And obviously that's the, the you know, the, the high life, the entertainment life, everyone's drinking, having part, you know, parties, having fun. And I met, I, you know, if I look back, everyone wanted to be my friend. I'm sure you've had this though. Everyone wants to know you yeah. because you're the yeah. guy. You're the yeah. guy that made that big tune. Like, can I get into the rave? Can I, can, you know, yeah. can I hang out with you because you're connected to, you know, the likes of Drake or this person or that person, like you're in the know and, I found doing events that eventually like, everyone wanted to know me because they realized that I was the one that was hosting these events and just bringing the people together. So they always, they wanted to be next to the pop that what they perceived as popular. So they sort mm -hmm. of follow, let's say follow that superficial light because following light is a great, a great demonstration to say, you know, if you go towards the light, you can awaken more. But in this situation, it's like following the limelight almost. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is true. I've definitely experienced that 
you know, like, obviously, when I entered the industry, I've been the same person that I am today. I've always been a genuine person towards people. What you see is what you get. Maybe it's just the way we're raised up north. That's just who we are, isn't it? Well, we, either we like it or we don't. We don't really fake it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, that could in. be. That could be because it's a bit different in London as well. If we think about the UK, like up yeah. north, people. It's I do find, and I've got you know friends and clients I work with that are from up north. Sometimes I find them to be a bit more wholesome. It's a bit more down to earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely more. We we just deal with people a bit better. So in London, obviously, like me being down there, experiencing all these new friends and everyone's trying to be my friend and and all of this stuff. And it's like, I was meeting them back with genuineness, thinking that they're being genuine, mm. but I realising that they wasn't being genuine. And obviously when your, your limelight kind of goes down a little bit, people you thought was your friends, you realise they're not your friend. People don't want to speak to you anymore. They don't want to hang with you anymore. And to be honest, it was like, it was a bit of an eye opener, really. But I dealt with that quite early in life. Mm, yeah. um, but I guess that's what plays a lot on a lot of people in the industry's mental health as well. Just dealing with that. But I couldn't change that for the world. I'm glad I dealt with that. And I'm glad I just see the industry for what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's also cool. cool people in the industry that's still my friends to this day. Yeah, I think it's important that. And I think this is a deliberate action of the universe to create, you know, or stimulate that 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 humanity in awakens and enlightens across all different walks of life. So, you know, in the creative industry, in the entertainment industry, where you, you'd probably find a lot of lost souls in the entertainment industry. I, th- I think most of Hollywood is Hollywood, and a lot of that is, you know, probably not really real true alignment to self it's a lot of people just doing what they think they need to do to, because they're desperate for the fame and you see what's happening out there I don't want to go into it but I've been doing some interesting research which just makes me feel quite disgusted by some of the things that are being hidden in the world but that are mm-hmm. also being supported by some a-listers and things like that I mean coming back to music music is life you know, we all need yeah. music. And I think it's that's where I think, you know, we need that change in the world where music can really just still be there and grow and be that like that force for us all. But to stay away, like for it to sort of be disenfranchised from the bullshit. Sorry for my language, but mm-hmm. the crap that's out there that people just want the fame and the money and the power because we all know those are all external validations. Yeah, that's all it is. I think, you know, we're groomed to think that we need external validation. We're groomed to seek a better relationship with everything else but ourselves. Yeah. And part of your spiritual journey is you're getting forced to have a better or the best relationship you can have with oneself. You're getting forced to look within, not look outside. Yeah. You're getting forced to validate yourself, not wait for people to validate you. And you're getting forced to be good, not act good or pretend to be good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so. yeah, that's a that's a gem. Being good, but genuinely being and feeling good rather than yeah. holding yeah. the pretense, holding that mask, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not yeah. easy, really, because to be good, you have to kind of undo the stuff that's not good that you've piled up over the years. And that's, that's one big part of the journey, so to speak, is to clear out the baggage and all the BS that you've stored up in, over the years. Yeah. And allow, do you know what I mean, the light to kind of come within yourself. It's a beautiful journey, man. It's tough. It's very difficult in the midst of it all. But when you do get to the other end or when you start to actually make headway and actually start to progress and grow, is the most beautiful thing in the world. Like, if I start telling you things, if you've never heard of an ascension journey, you think I'm making things up, but it's literally getting to a point of life where you're actually truly happy. And I only realised that I've never been happy until I've been on this journey. I've never been happy until this year, ever yeah. in my life. Do you I, know what I mean? I'm with you on that. That true happiness and the true fulfilment 
I've, I also can relate. And I think we're, we're both in a position right now where we can share this in a confident space because when we spoke before, right, and you've mentioned this just earlier, what triggers you to start your ascension journey or spiritual awakening? The triggers can be anything from a massive life change, like you're having a divorce, you've just had a baby, but you just, you completely hit some kind of meltdown after the baby, or it's just so difficult at home. You have a breakup, similar to a divorce, a big family dispute, someone dies, you have an illness, you lose your job, you lose your home, or, you know, so, or you meet somebody that is so significant that it's almost like they're triggering you in such an intense way. You don't, you can't even look left to right and you don't know where to run because you can't run and you're forced to look at yourself, but you don't realize that up front. You're like, what, who is this person that I don't like, like they're making me uncomfortable. Like, why won't they go away? But they are, they've been sent, like maybe you've been sent to them or it could be multiple people that you interact with over a course of time that are making you sort of get uncomfortable, see that certain things are not what they seem and it starts to you know shine a bit of a light on life and put this lens in a way you never saw it so it happens to us in different ways and it happens to us at different times of our life and I think you know T it's I think you and you'll be on the same page here like once you start to really get into the ascension journey you go through like that dark, we've spoken about this before, right? The dark night of mm-hmm. the soul. A lot of people don't really necessarily know what a dark night of the soul is. Mm-hmm. How, how would you describe it? Uh, it's a dark night of the soul. And when you're literally in some sort of mental despair um, and you start to question, damn near question your own sanity, really, because you can't quite process how you're feeling, but you need, you're in desperate need of a solution and answers to what the hell's going on in your life everything is just triggered everything's melting but in that moment is when you connect you find a way to reconnect with your higher self and reconnect with god so to speak Mm. and that's when you start to emerge that's when the ascension starts off the back of the dark night of the soul so sometimes when people are going through dark night of the soul they don't even know they're going through it i did it so after the fact you know what i mean so it's like you're searching for answers, you think you're depressed, you think you need to speak to a therapist, you think, I need to, what, what's wrong with me? I can't explain it. I can't even explain how I feel. Something's up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. bet there's loads of people probably listening to this now that feel currently feel that way. Just yeah. letting you know you don't need to panic. Like, you're going through some some good changes. Um, it's, just, it's just showing you that the, your old self, the person you've always been, you can no longer be that person. Um, you can no longer carry the pain that you've harbored over the years mm. anymore. Your, yeah. your body and your soul's rejecting it. It's just, it's just a sign that it's time to shed all of the stuff. You can no longer carry the anger you've been holding over the years. You can no longer carry the unforgiveness that you've had towards people over the years. It's just time to let all of it go. That's what happens. That's do you know what I mean. And all the childhood traumas, you can no longer carry them around as well. You've explained that really well. And I think, yeah, you've explained it so well. And I I think that one of the misinterpretations of it is like, you know, a lot of people could be feeling all of those feelings that you've just said, but think, oh, it's just a bit of a mental breakdown or a depression. They don't realise that actually it's the process of what awakens you and how helps you to move forward into a path of enlightenment of yourself. Because as you enlighten, you start to shed, like, like you said, and you start to really see who you truly are and start to discover that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not a night, right? Like, I know we call it dark night of the soul, but it's not one night that you just have this That's terrible you. night and you can't yeah. sleep. That dark horrible. night... Yeah, it can go on for, I think my one went on for a good, it, my one was going on January 2019. I'd say it happened for a good month and a half, maybe right. two months. It was intense for me, but it was a good good few weeks, couple months. Yeah. 
everyone's different. I mean, some people have processes where they go through that period and everything's cool. Then they go through the period again. Then everything's cool. Then they go through the period again. Then everything's cool. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So it all depends from person to person. What Everyone's got a different yeah. process and the speed that they get to this, do you know what I mean? This place. And it's not a destination. It's just a beginning of you being a, a bit more enlightened in your journey. You being conscious of what the steps you're taking. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You never reach the 100% place, so to speak. It's a forever ongoing process as long as you're on, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's a good point. It's not a destination. And the other point that you made was, was like you might go through several moments of it. And, you know, from personal experience, I had a really big moment where that was mm-hmm. like there was a lot that I had to share and had to kind of prepare myself. Then after that, don't get me wrong, there was moments, but I w- I knew what direction I was kind of, I knew that I was going into this new way of being, um, new way of kind of presenting myself to the world, but I still wasn't showing up to the world yet, like fully. I was still almost like, yeah, I was still there, like interacting with people, but it was very a bit more, guard- like not guarded, but like shielded in some ways, because mm-hmm. I was still doing some of this percolation and integration. And then... I did more of the showing up to the world after that. But then even, and even now, as I'm showing up to the world now, and we're both showing up and we're both on this podcast sharing, I am still continually, you know, growing and finding, you know, understanding of my emotions, how I, you know, release, how I grow, what is what is called on my path. And it's just, it's just an always on thing, but the beauty of it is that you start to see the alignment. You start to see the way the universe. Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. If anyone's listening to this, imagine getting to a point in life where you almost feel like you've got a genie and you could just make things happen and speak things into existence and they just come quick. And you f- fully feel like you're in not in control, so to speak, but you are kind of dictating how your life goes. That's what usually happens when you embrace the ascension process. Everything you've ever desired for yourself comes to you with ease. The impossible takes place right before your eyes. Everyone talks as manifestation stuff. Yes, it really does happen with ease, with speed, after you embrace this process. Because the reason why it's so difficult for us to achieve things we'd like to achieve in life is because we're standing in our own way. We think we can be unforgiving, harbour feelings and all this stuff and expect us to be able to manifest things. But manifestation don't happen where there's unease. It only happens where things is eased. Do you know what I'm saying? So for things to be easier for yourself, you have to kind of, anything that's uneasy, anything that gets your chest tight has to leave you. And everything just flows, things come to and from you with ease. And that's the big kind of, I won't call it cherry on top, but it's damn near an incentive. It's an incentive, really. Oh, yeah. When you embrace this process, your life just goes up a notch, man. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. It's massive. So, like, yeah. from personal experience, and for those that are listening as well, you may say, oh, but I have manifested. And I did like achieve this and achieve that. And personal experience, I can get where you're coming from because there was things I was manifesting and creating in my life and great successes, great achievements. But imagine things just coming so naturally because you're so aligned on your journey that the intentions you put out there are being co-created with the universe. You have this magical kind of orchestration behind you as well. And that everything kind of just goes your way because the intention is pure. Your mm-hmm. heart, your heart focused. Your ego mind does not really exist in this space because it's all heart-based and purpose-based. It's it's all connected to your true north node. So if you guys know south node and north node, that is where you're going. You're going towards your north node. So that is your soul's homework. It's your soul's purpose. And when you start doing that, and the universe is like, yes, you got the voicemail, you got the memo, we got yeah. you. 
And then you're doing the work. So like what T said, when you're, when you're releasing these traumas and you're healing your energetic body, your mental state, everything is becoming lighter. What happens when you clean a room out and you declutter? It creates space. So in that space allows you to co-create new things, but you can't bring in the new, these new manifestations, if you don't shed the old, right, T? Facts. That's exactly what it is. You've got to create space for the blessed blessings to land. The blessings don't land in bad places. It only lands in clean places. Do you know what I'm saying? You've got to clean your heart out for the blessings to come in and settle in. Yeah. It's really yeah. that simple, really. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, I you mean, say it's really that simple. But it's <laughs> because I guess it's because you and I have been doing a lot of the hard work. So it's, yeah, well, it was I'm hard. Great. We've yeah, the process. I, 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 that's a big part of the ascension process. When you enter in it and you're going through dark night of the soul, nine times out of ten, you don't know what the hell you're going through, and you're mm-hmm. so confused. I mean, if you're an emotional person, you'd be going through a lot of emotions. You know what I'm saying some people cry and stuff, and all of this stuff. It's just insane, isn't it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What you kind of because what the universe usually does, it always pushes you in a direction discovering what process you're going through so when you do discover that you're going through an ascension process you have a choice at that point because when you're going through dark night of the soul you're kind of giving it a bit of resistance because you don't understand what's going on but when you do discover what you're actually going through that right i'm going through an, a process where i'm do you know what i mean i'm elevating spiritually so that you've got a choice to either embrace it which is surrender to the process Mm-hmm. or you can carry on resisting it because once you discover you're going through that process you start to you immediately know what you have to do what you have to give up and the changes you have to make yeah but some people ain't willing to change certain things or give up certain things so if you ain't willing to give up and change certain things you're resisting and things only get tougher from that point but the thing I did in my favor I put my hands up said the prayers of God I said all right cool God you know what like I, I know what I'm going through now I'm aware of what's going on. Well, first of all, I'm I'm I feel honored that I've been chosen to go through this process because I think mm-hmm. it's an honor in itself. Yeah. But on the flip side, I surrender to whatever I need to be doing. I'm with it. Let's go. And the minute I'd done that, everything became so much easier. And I did what I knew that I had to do. So all of the things I resisted from doing over the years, I'd done. Any grudge that I had with anybody on this earth, I buried. Mm-hmm. And any relationship that needed fixing that was immediate to me, I mended it. I went out of my way to mend it. And all of the things that I was holding, harboring within myself, I went through a process consciously of me doing it to shed all of these things. And the more I was doing it, I'm finding myself in like blissful states that I can't even explain. I'm talking waking up in the morning, just smiling. That's yeah. used to be the opposite. Yeah. yeah. I'd wake up angry and stuff. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, when you start to see this part of the process, you're like, this is so cool, man. Let me just carry on doing this because I can't even, I can't even explain this feeling um, to anyone, but I like the way I feel. Do you know what I mean? Of course. I, and, yeah. I, I get it. This yeah. is why we, we really connected. It was meant for us to, come together and that's the other beautiful thing when you start doing the work and you start aligning you start to align with other souls that are definitely on that same trajectory there's on yeah. the same sort of mission soul's mission and then when you talk to each other or you just it's so natural it's like oh you're you're on this okay and then you can have much yeah. more of a deeper exchange do you know what I mean and it's yeah. just beautiful like one of the first times we spoke I swear we spoke for three hours T it was just cool to just hear a different perspective in the same journey that I've been on from someone that's different from me yeah. what your journey's been like and whatnot and do you always learn off people do you know so I always like to have if if someone's got some knowledge to give I'm always willing to have a conversation with them because I could take away from the conversation and learn from it yeah, absolutely. The funniest yeah. thing that happened to me yesterday, and this is this is a good point about aligning with other people and souls, the energy attracts because you're in a such sort of higher vibrational center point. Generally, you still have bad days. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. Like, you still will feel your emotions. 
but your mm-hmm. center point is higher than what it ever was before. So imagine your center point of gravity within yourself, right? That mm-hmm. just elevates. So you still will have moments where you're upset or you're frustrated, but you don't feel that emotion or that frustration or those kind of sentiments for too long. And then you get back to that center point. And that is really the growth that you can also release quite quickly and evolve through moments quite quickly and level up back into a really good state of mind and state of consciousness. Yesterday, I was walking through the park. I said, oh, it's a bit late, but I wanted to go through the park today and I've had a long day. Go through the park. I didn't even check the time. And then I went in and I was like there just enjoying the birds and the ducks and the water. And I was sending some videos to some close friends and they're like, oh, this makes me feel good. Thank you, Steph. So I'm enjoying that. And then I'm going back to the gate now and the gate's closed. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay, I have to walk to another exit thinking maybe the other exit's open. And I see a guy running and he's running to the gate and I'm like, hey. And he's like, oh, I said, that gate's closed. He goes, what? But my car's parked there. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to have to walk to the other side. I think the other exit, do you know it? And he was like, I didn't know about the other other exits. I only know this one. I was like, oh, there's many, but the next closest one is this one. You can follow me. So we walk. And as we're walking, the conversation was only like, what, 10 minutes? One of the best conversations I've had, like this week, this month. It was so beautiful. He's also on the Ascension journey. He's been working on his own kind of, you know, his own self. He's working with others and children and just a really good soul. Like some of the things he was talking about was, you know, releasing these like mentalities of lack and just, you know, holding that that hurt, like you said, the hurt, the pain and the resentment. And a lot of what we're being shown in society is literally the opposite of where we need to be finding the truth, which is in, within, right? We even spoke about self-validation does not exist externally. We need to find the strength inside. So then we get to this gate. And the funniest thing, yeah, was the gate was closed. No, and it was a big gate, right? And he's like, you could do it. I'm like, what? And you know, it's got the spiky bits. I was like, no way, that's not happening. He's like, right, put one foot here and all of that. And then I was like, no, nah, this is bunning up my foot. My foot was hurting. I was like, no, I need to, I need to come back down. And then, but he goes, but it's, it's in your mind. And I said, I agree with you. But in myself, because I know myself and I know I can do anything, but that's in me, right? Even though he was saying that to me, it always has to come from within. And this was a really good example. I was like, maybe his approach isn't the approach for me. I have my approach. I looked and what was there? Another gate, like the gate's extended, but there's a bit of wall and then there's a gate. So it's not as much gate as the main gate. So I was like, I know what I'm going to do. And he's like, what? And I was like, look, there's a wall. I can easily balance myself on the wall, then onto the gate and then jump over the gate. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, this one's my route. And he was like, okay. And I did it. Didn't need any help, got over, but obviously the kind man was standing there waiting, just making sure. Then he just skipped on over because he could do it really quickly. And then we carried on talking and it was just great because we were just talking about just all of this kind of stuff, T. And I just, and then he just said, look at that, you know, energy doesn't lie. Like you didn't have to reach out to me when I was running to the gate, but you knew you had the knowledge And so you just wanted to share that and help me. And that's what we need more of in humanity. And I was like, yeah. "Yeah." And so he said, then then you told me and then you knew the next way out. So you led me to that gate. And then, you know, then when we got to the gate, I was like trying to help you and we were trying to help each other. And, you know, and we had a brilliant conversation and I'm very empowered by it. So I just wanted to share that because that's what happens. You end up randomly meeting people aligning with souls that are on the wavelength no 100 percent. that's that's been happening a lot for me just you know you can have people you thought you knew and you end up having a conversation and like well, hold on a minute what you've been going through that as well and it's it just turns into a whole different thing do you know what i mean and everyone ends up assisting each other on this journey because some are more advanced to certain things than others yeah. So there's always information to be exchanged that can help each other on, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Absolutely. each person on their journey. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful process, man. But for me, honestly, it's like, I can't wait till the whole world kind of enters this state where they work out what they need to work out and make it to the other end because the world would be a much better place. So speaking of the world and it being a better place, you know, right now I wanted to mention the great solar flash and, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if all of our listeners are going to be um, aware of it, but every 25,000 years it is known that the earth needs to release and remove anything that's low vibrational entities, frequencies, so that it can, you know, elevate to a higher vibration. So if you think about all of this stuff that we've had over the last 25,000 years, which is multiple, multiple generations and hundreds of thousands of years, so much has been built up here on earth, man-made and other kind of ideologies that are not necessarily aligned to, you know, the ascension journey. So it's said that now between the years of 2020 to 2030, our earth is leveling up again and going through this great solar flash and is ascending. And as part of that ascension journey of earth, so are humanity, those souls that have been called to start that. So, you know, I do consider that we're part of this tea. And, right. and it's also said that, any vibrate any entities that are of low vibration and of of evil because low vibration is very much on the darker side the ego side manipulation control all of these things that are not heart based right not from within that are doing it for greed or other purposes and that kind of thing they will they will evaporate they will be diminished mhm so I think your wish is coming true, <laughs> is what I wanted to say. And yeah, not, gonna, yeah. you know, this is going to be interesting because those that don't want to come on the journey, those that are being called on the journey, they're on it. Those that are being stubborn that don't want to continue won't really have much choice because they're going to be pulled in that direction. Listen, yeah. if you would have gave me a choice to go through some of the hard work I'm about to do on this journey, I probably would have opted out. Yeah. I'll keep it real with you. Um, I would have opted out, but by the time I was in there, I was well in there. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, you know, a lot of the mentality that you kind of grew with, you have to give up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the reward, obviously, for that, you can really have a nice life beyond that. But a lot of the things you've got to give up, you've got to give up a lot of things and you start looking at things a bit different. You know, so a lot of people like the way they've got things. They like their ego. They think it's the real them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of things I used to think was the real me about myself and until I realised it was a perception of who I thought it was based on external things. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So actually finding out a relationship with yourself and speaking your truth, so to speak. Like I literally just say how I feel. Even videos I've been putting on my Instagram and stuff, that's just me speaking my truth. Yeah, Not I like those videos there. It looks, do you know what I mean? Any kind of way to anybody else, I'm just saying what I'm saying. If it resonates, that's great. If it don't, there's a next page that you might find what works for you, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not everyone will want to hear the message, but those that do and feel it, they will be drawn to it. And it's meant to be a message for them like like you and I both experienced when we were going through what we were going through I remember we both had this conversation it was almost like certain things messages just insights information were coming to us at that point yeah. when we were going through things and it was meant to happen to help us do more discovery help us find more insights and it is yeah. if there's one thing that this whole journey solidified to me that there's a definitely a greater power beyond me at play and it's is gave me more faith than ever like sometimes our faith growing up let's say if you're raised being whatever religion you are but you know in the black or brown community we're very strong in religion whatever religion we're into so we kind of have somewhat of faith based on what's been taught to us by our parents yeah that we, we can't really prove it ourselves but we just believe because that's what we've been taught but it's really gave me a big individual proved faith for myself in it. Do you know what I mean? Because 
what I've seen happen off the back of this journey, things I've seen take place, just proves that, okay, all of this stuff beyond our eyes and ears is real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm talking yeah. a book. Some of the books that's been essential for my spiritual journey, I'll find them by randomly clicking on a podcast that's nothing to do with spirituality, it's to do with music, some some hip-hop stuff and people are smoking weed, waffling away, whatever they're saying. <laughs> and they'll randomly mention a book and I'm like, I need to write the book down and check it out. And the book happens to even sink me deeper into a deeper understanding of the fundamentals of life because, you know, the spiritual journey, well, the ascension process is literally taking you back to basics to understand that fundamentally this whole thing called existence of being as we know it is very basic mm-hmm. at the core of it yeah do you know what I mean clicking on certain things and you finding the vital information you need is like and the ways and means you find in the information it's insane man it is and it's all quite divinely orchestrated I think one of the biggest things and the biggest realities for me because I agree with you know the religion sort of upbringing and I came from a very religious background um was that you know there was god and there was us but that's not that's not it you know or mm-hmm. the, you know there was the creator and there was us and i'd like i'd rather say divine or creator because every yeah. time you say the word god it has other meanings in in the world and it's associated with religion so divine and creator is kind of almost like the non it's impartial to everything else but we are divine we are divine creators we are creators you know the creator created us to create so we are creators and we are divine and we are divine consciousness. So we're interconnected to it all. That consciousness, that divine consciousness, the life force energy runs through us. So there isn't like, you know, that feeling of an entity in us. When we realize we're actually part of it and we're all interconnected and all of our energy at a conscious level is interconnected, interwoven, and we can create greatness on our you know individually but also together and we're more powerful together as humanity that's for me the biggest that the biggest kind of wake-up call around the whole sort of belief and faith you know no absolutely I agree just your ability to understand how interconnected because once again in the beginning I said it takes you away from duality yeah to oneness and a big discovery for me was just understanding how we all interconnected and how you should deal with people that treat people how you want to be treated because we're all interconnected and the more you treat people better the more naturally others treat you better as well do you know what I mean when you start to do and see people and hold people in a high regard like you regard yourself your life changes for the better 100% and it just comes back to the self because when you don't like look after yourself and you don't have strong boundaries and you're not you don't have strong sort of self-motivation or self-worth kind of principles and you haven't done that work it then manifests in all of your relationships what you attract and what you do is a reflection of who you are really internally but when you do the inside work your whole external reality shifts with it so your relationships get better, people, certain people fall away from the scene, um, you align with other souls, you create expansion. And that point about manifesting, right? I, yeah. I wanted to just bring this back up and circle back around before we wrap up and give maybe some final words of wisdom. But for those that are listening, you might be like, you guys are not making sense. Like I've been doing the work and then I'm trying to manifest and it's not coming through. And actually things seem to be going worse. Keyword, sorry to cut you off, Steph. Yeah, go for it. The minute you start trying, you ain't going to do because you're trying. You just do it. Yeah, absolutely. And another reason why you might not be manifesting is that you're being called to do further healing and create more further expansion. So that, that intention cannot manifest into your current environment and your current reality because you require to shift more. So the universe is saying, yeah, we can deliver. Are you ready to receive? Hmm. Yeah, major, major key. It's all to do with whatever you're ready to receive. I'm only getting things I've been trying to get for years now. Do you know <laughs> why? 
I'm ready to receive it. And when you're ready to receive it, right, guys, another one, because this one that came to me last week was like, you may have never thought that you've always maybe thought, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. And then when you're actually at the brink of having that happen, don't make sure you believe in it wholeheartedly. Yeah, because it yeah. is meant for you, and I, like I've been having some personal moments where I'm like, "Whoa, is this really? Is this me? Okay, uh, okay." Uh, uh, and I have to, and that's my next level of work. But who, yeah. you know, I'm I'm feeling truly grateful for it. But it might be beyond what you even imagined. So no, imagine, it gets crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I will be revealing a lot more in the next year or so just certain things that's happened because it's been miracle after miracle after miracle after it's got to the point where it's ridiculous now that's it's just ridiculous. but it just literally like i says if you want to manifest you've got to do the soul work and the soul work is you know that's part and parcel of your ascension process and all of these things you desire they're so minuscule believe mm-hmm. it or not because it's a lot of external stuff everyone's thinks about manifestation the first thing they think about is what material things can yes. i manifest into my life it's only when you work on your spiritual journey and realize that's more important than the external things and the material things that when you recognize that major key i hope everyone's listening when you recognize that what's inside your soul yourself is more important than the external things and you put that uh, the external things in, in a place of importance where it belongs, which is not above your internal well-being. The external things you desire just come to you like it's nothing anyway. Money just comes to you like it's nothing anyway, because mm-hmm. you're not meant to look at things and put things in an important place more than what they are. So when you basically all it is with ascension is like the veils getting lifted. You see the world yourself and everything for what it is. Yes. And the minute you start to see everything for what it is, everything that you might like, you just choose it and it's just going to, yeah, you, you got that. <laughs> I you know what I mean? That. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really yeah. is like that. And whoever's listening might think, ah, oh, no way, man. You just, you know, you're lucky. Nah, bro, no. like, boss, this, whatever it is, it's not like that. It's literally the minute you allow yourself to see life, and this whole existence for what it is, everything comes easy because you have to understand, like, like Steph was saying, where, you know, I'm from a Christian background, so, you know, we're made by the image of God, correct? We've got God's essence inside of us. God is the creator of everything that is, everything you see, the air that you breathe, basically God's infinite. So all these little things that you desire, like, if you've got God's essence inside of you, you think you can't do that? There's no limits. Of course. But only when you make a big deal, then you face resistance. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Only when you doubt, you know? And the same goes for even romantic relationships and and partners, and you want to be with someone. You also have to make sure that you actually wholeheartedly love yourself because whatever partner you attract is going to be the reflection of where you're at in your journey. And that might end up being very challenging. And then you've got karma to play out with that person. And and don't get me wrong, sometimes we just have to do that because it's part of our journey to meet those people and and learn. And and it's a good part of our journey. But then if it's time to move on, it's time to move on. When you hold on, you start to experience some turbulence that's not very nice because you're holding on to a situation that you've outgrown. Yeah, I think it's important. I think another big part that I've learned in this journey is to uh, allow things to flow in life. Mm -hmm. So holding on is not letting things flow. Holding on is somewhat form of resistance. Yeah, control and and ego. The major key, yeah, the major key of your growth spiritually is to allow things to come and go as they please. Allow, and that also allows things to come to you without you standing in a way. Are you putting fear in between you and whatever you want to magnetize or attract into your life? You just let things flow. Just be easy mm-hmm. and just be confident. Do you know what I'm saying? And once you get that connection with yourself, certain things that's meant for you or that's meant to happen, you just know inside, deep down inside of yourself. 
You know what I mean? Wow. Thank you so much, T. This has been a great conversation. I love this topic of the Ascension journey. I definitely think we can do more of this. Yeah, it's such a deeper thing. Uh, I didn't want to drown everyone out because it gets deeper than this. I think we just scratched the surface with that. Yeah. But like, yeah, if anyone's going through stuff and they're a bit confused, because you might be thinking, well, I'm quite a sound person. What the hell am I going through? Just understand that, you know, it's the beginning of the most beautiful part or beautiful stage of, of your life, really. Um, remember, you know, we taught that we're here to learn lessons through life, but actually, you're not, you don't, you're not here to learn anything. You're just here to remember. Because yeah. as you enter the body as a soul, you know everything, but you forget everything. And the whole journey of existing in a lifetime is to remember everything that you knew in the beginning and there's nothing more beautiful than the path of discovery so that's all it is it just now you're just taking it through your ascension you're just taking a remembrance so to speak i don't know if i said it right you're taking it to a different level really and you're remembering that you are an extension of god and you can create and you can love others because that's what god is god is love and that's what you're meant to do you are wise and you can share the wisdom and um, you are forgiving and understanding and you're also uh, an abundant person. I'm just happy anyone that's listening to this going through it, man. Uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful part of the journey. Don't let things freak you out when they start to happen. All them little numbers you keep seeing everywhere, two, two, <laughs> two, eleven, elevens. You keep waking up at four in the morning, between four and five, between three and four, waking up at four, 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 and all this stuff. It's yeah. whenever you see that happening, it's signs. Remember, it's happening, it's all happening. And you know, um, yeah, man, yeah, it's real. And yeah, Steph, I'm honored to be obviously speaking to you on your um, podcast and whatnot, because it's a beautiful thing just to be able to be sitting there speaking to you about it because it was just a private matter to me at one point that I couldn't explain. I'm really grateful for you being here T and for you sharing all of this real true genuine wholeheartedness with 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 the listeners with the soul tribe because everyone's going through something or the other on this journey or just starting this journey and I know that they will also be very grateful for your experiences and what we're what we're doing here today so with that being said I want to thank you for being here and I want to let the listeners know that they can catch you on Instagram at t2baseline right right and if you tune into t2's page he's got some really cool videos and I'll be sharing um the link to his page and some of the content too when the podcast episode is out so with that being said, thank you so much, T. Thank you for being here. No worries, man. Pleasure.